Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to talk to people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, which is my newest book, and The Inflammation Spectrum and Ketotarian. If you wanna learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, the books, and there's lots of free resources there for you as well, you can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. Calm, and we have a new book coming out, friends. It's called Gut Feelings, and I'm really excited about this. It's for pre-order now. We're giving away free signed books for anybody who pre-orders Gut Feelings now. We're, there's going to be you're basically going to be a Gut Feelings VIP insider completely for free. Just go to drwillcole.com. You'll see the links on under books and on the homepage for Gut Feelings. And no matter when you're listening to this, it comes out early 2023. So check it out now. The foreword is written by Dr. Nicola Perra, who we had on the show. She's a holistic psychologist. And there's, we're talking about the bi-directional relationship between gut and feelings and polyvagal theory, stress, shame, trauma, intergenerational trauma, all the research that we see in the scientific literature and we see play out in patients' lives around the world. Anyways, that's for another episode. I don't want to go on a tangent, but also listeners of the Art of Being Well, we are giving away free sign books for anybody who rates and reviews the Art of Being Well on Apple Podcasts. So all you have to do is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. Tell us what you love about the show. And no matter when you listen to this episode, every month, my team and I will be going through the Apple Podcast reviews and randomly picking winners. So you can do it two ways. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review and do it that way, or message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole and screenshot your Apple Podcast review and send it to me there. Either way, we'll be going through the messages, we'll be going through the Apple Podcast reviews and randomly picking winners every month. And you can pick whatever book you want and I'll sign it, we'll send it out to you and you can pick anyone you want. You can't pick gut feelings at this point when you're <laughs> listening to this, but when that comes out, you can pick gut feelings as well. All right, friends. 
every month, sometimes every few weeks. I don't want to say peppered because Holly shamed me out of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is interspersed randomly. Nice. A full episode devoted to your burning health questions. So, you know, at the end of any regular episode, when I'm talking to one of my friends within the wellness world, I'll answer your health questions in and ask me anything, just one of them. But these episodes are devoted entirely to your burning health questions. So keep sending them in. We have a Google Doc, so you can message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. What's the easiest way, team? I think if they go to drwillcole.com and email, what's the best email for them to email? So you can send an email to drwillcoleinfo at gmail.com. That's D-R for doctor. So Dr. Will Cole info at gmail.com. Correct. Yeah. And we'll get that. We'll add it to our list and then we'll consider it for our AMA. Yes. So you can ask about anything you want and we'll cover it. It has to be a burning. Yeah. It has to be super piping hot. It needs to be spicy. We're not going to take those lukewarm questions. (laughs) We're going to spit them out. That's a biblical reference, friends. All right. So, um, all right. So we have the team here. We have Holly, who you just yeah. met again. If you've, yeah. If you've not listened to one of these episodes, we have the team here from my functional medicine telehealth center. Holly is the patient experience liaison. Yes, I am. Hi, everyone. And we have two people from the actual patient team, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioners, Megan, Emily, the two of the three Sanderson sisters (laughs) in the left corner. We're a good team, though. Yeah, we are. we're a fabulous team. Yeah, we we uh, been apart for a week. We met gangs all back. This, is, this has been oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. So that's, maybe that's a good segue because we were we we spend nearly every day together for years, but last week, as as at the time of recording this, we were at the biohacking conference at in Los Angeles. I spoke about gut feelings about the book. And we were there also to learn, just continuing education, constantly enrichment. And you two punks were supposed to come. <laughs> I know. I missed it. So I sad. loved it last yeah. year. I missed my danger coffee. Oh, yes. <laughs> but Emily had some family, a family trip planned. Yes. Her parents had her, their marriage renewal, which yeah. is super sweet. It was beautiful. But I miss you guys. Yeah. Holly, what were your thoughts, though? That was your first time going. I loved it. I mean, everything was great. So let's just be honest. (laughs) And we know Dave Asprey listens to the podcast. He's been on the podcast as well. She, Holly may or may not have a little crush. (laughs) Just a little crush. On Mr. Biohacking. Say it loud. People in the back. (laughs) Hey, am I the only one, though? He's an attractive guy. Are we talking about, is Dave like your zaddy? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Oh, my God. Dave, if you're I listening, mean, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> but Dave did say he was single, newly single, moving to Texas. I'm just saying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm putting her on the spot. I am cringing and turning red in case anyone wants to know. <laughs> well, we're All glad right. you liked we, but we it. But seriously, it was a wonderful, wonderful event. I'm just joking about the Dave thing. I'm just joking. And uh, Caroline Leaf was there, who was on the podcast. Love her. Seriously. She's amazing. Incredible. Stephen Gundry oh. is on the podcast. Yeah. He, I mean, he's been on the podcast as well as was there. It was just a meeting of friends. Yeah, it's really cool to like get to see people in person that we either 
record with. Some of our patients were there. So that was just really fun. That's right. A few of our mm-hmm. patients were there. Too. Yeah. It was, a, it was a really fun week. Very yeah. busy. And we record some podcast episodes at Dear Media Studios. Normally, we record at where we're at now, at the Functional Medicine Telehealth Center. But- we were there. Why not show up to Dear Media and record some episodes? Love time? that. And we ate really good food. Yes, we did. We <laughs> ate our wow. way around LA. <laughs> yeah, we really made our Wait, way through. My question for you, Dr. Cole, is how many times did you go to True Food? Only twice. twice. Wow. Yes, I know. It was a little I'm bit impressed. of a light week. Yeah. <laughs> it was that busy with work stuff. We didn't make it out of Santa Monica wow. that much. It was incredible. Though. How many wow. beverages did you get while Too you many. were there? <laughs> Too many. Yeah. We had, uh, I love True Food Kitchen. They Anywhere I'm in a city where there's it's at, I, I go. I had, um, what did I get? I love their prickly pear tisane. I get black tea, of course, just the classic. And what else do, what else did I get? The matcha horchata. Oh, yes. bring it. So freaking good. (laughs) (laughs) You said it tastes like what? Like a marshmallow. Like a little matcha. I want one every day of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And we ate, what else? We went to Air One. Holy Maine is like taking Air One by storm. Oh, I love that. I mean, there are, this is a formula that we, I formulated with Agent Natur. It's pearl powder been used in traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years and marine college and the purest of the pure. And people are just seeing insane positive changes with their hair, their skin, their nails. Anyways, super. It's one of those trendy things in LA now. Air One is like filled with bags, right, Holly? I mean, it's pretty crazy. Filled with bags and smoothies. Yeah. So right now, and they're going to make it supposedly, they're they're talking about it, I should say, they're making it a permanent smoothie, the Holy Main smoothie. It's oh, amazing. Awesome. It has like, cool. It has like peanut yeah. butter in yeah, there. Yeah, it was very Dr. Cole approved with the <laughs> peanut butter. Yeah, they, they, it's really good. It's like coconut cream in there. It's really mm-hmm. wonderful. So good. if you're in Los Angeles, go to Air One, check out all the great things that Holy Main is doing there. Are you feeling stressed lately? I've got an insider secret for you. You can beat stress before it beats you by making your gut health a priority. See, your gut actually produces 95% of your happy hormones like serotonin. So the fastest way to feel calm, cool, and collected is to give your gut some TLC. My go-to for clinically proven gut support is Just Thrive Probiotic, and here's why. Just Thrive products have more clinical research than just about anyone else in the industry. For me, that means no guesswork, just truly effective, award-winning, happy hormone power. And for next level stress busting, you need to check out Just Thrive's breakthrough new product, Just Calm. In a recent four-week trial, Just Calm's proprietary ingredients reduced perceived stress, improved memory, diminished fatigue, and even encouraged focus and flow. This is true stress management built for our modern stress-filled world. Just Thrive is changing the game in the supplement industry. No fake marketing, no claims, just real, scientifically proven results. And also, I've had the founder, CEO of Just Thrive on twice. I've also had the microbiologist on once. Definitely need to go back and listen to those episodes. If you're ready to up your game and feel your best, you can get 15% off this dynamic duo or any of their other scientifically proven products when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code WillCole at checkout. That's justthrivehealth.com. Use code WillCole at checkout to get 15% off these amazing products. People age at different speeds, and the date on your license may not represent your inner biological age at all. 
If you're looking for ways to extend your health span and slow down the accelerated aging process, the keys to health and longevity run in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to improve your metabolism, reduce stress, improve your sleep, and optimize your health for the long haul. It was created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, your DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you are not. You'll get a date. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise for your body, right nutrition and foods to focus on for your body, and the right supplements to take for your body. It's bio individuality at its best, based on data. I love what they call Inner Age 2.0. I would recommend adding Inner Age 2.0 to any plan for a definitive calculation of your true biological age. You are going to be shocked by the results. You can actually see, based on lab data, how you're aging from the inside out. For a limited time, you can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well. That's insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well, or you can use code willcole at checkout to get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Again, that's insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well. All right. So let's jump right into the questions yeah. here. All right. What's well, the, the first, first one? question is like three questions in one. So it's a big boy. Okay. Ready <laughs> for this? Big, <laughs> big boy. As Hollywood I say. love that person that, that's at a conference or somewhere and it is like multiple questions. They're just trying to yes. fit into one. So this yes. is it. Here we go. All right. Can you speak to the relationship between intermittent fasting and the gallbladder? Can the gallbladder distinguish between healthy fats and unhealthy fats? My diet does contain a ton of avocado, nuts, olive oil, and coconut products. Could these foods be contributing to gallbladder issues? So the caveat is, I don't know this person's health history to know all the nuances. So talk with your doctor who does know your health history or check out drwillcole.com if you want us to actually do a proper workup for you. But with the context that I have here, let's just talk about generally intermittent fasting and healthy fats and fats as a whole and gallbladder function. So the gallbladder holds bile, which is needed to digest fats. So if somebody is struggling with gallbladder issues, whether that's a gallbladder attack, inflammation of the gallbladder or gallbladder stones, actually intermittent fasting and healthy fats, eating healthy fats, a nutrient-dense, clean, healthy fat-based diet are actually great ways to support your gallbladder. It's a bit of a conflation of issues. Gallbladder problems, whether that be inflammation of the gallbladder or gallbladder stones, is actually caused by high insulin, high inflammation, high estrogen, insulin resistance, basically, because when the body has insulin resistant, there will be liver dysfunction there, and then the body will actually start converting testosterone, specifically in men, to estrogen. So you're gonna see that this sort of pattern on labs that I'm looking at with patients that have this, you're gonna see lower testosterone, typically estrogen dominance, higher insulin, higher glucose or blood sugar, higher A1C, higher triglycerides. That is a problem. Intermittent fasting and eating healthy fats and lots of produce, vegetables, fiber-rich foods, actually fixes, it really supports to reverse all of those issues. You can absolutely improve them dramatically through that. 
I think that the problem here is when they see healthy fats and they're told by the sort of conventional wisdom to avoid them if you have a history of gallbladder issues. And I do agree that some people that are used to eating a low fat diet, going super high fat overnight isn't necessarily a good idea. So lean into it, be smart, be judicious. These fats should be coming from whole foods and saturated fats tends to stimulate it more than these other monosaturated fats. But a lot of the fats that this person mentioned, like avocados, olive oil, are more monounsaturated anyways. But a blend or a mixture, a variety of different saturated fats from whole foods, monounsaturated fats from whole foods, and polyunsaturated fats from whole foods, namely wild-caught fish, fresh, you know, seafood, things like that, are actually really beneficial. But look, if somebody has stones already and like gallbladder sludge, and then they go to eating more fat or intermittent fasting, which increases lipolysis or fat, the body to release fat that's in our fat cells, that can definitely move things, shake things up, if you will, where people can notice that they have some gallbladder symptoms. Typically, it's short-lived. It's not forever. It's just the body adjusting to digesting something it's not used to digesting and breaking down, which is fats. So that's why a low-fat diet really is long-term for many people not beneficial for gallbladder health and can actually really be dysfunctional, especially if they're low fat and lots of processed sugars and refined carbs. But what do you all think? I was going to say something similar to what you said about even just going low and slow. I think a lot of, we do get this question from a lot of our patients who may have a history of gallbladder issues. You know, can I have this amount of fat or can I have these foods? And I think what we really work with is to find their threshold and to find what works best for them. Like you said, there's going to be specific fats that may not be as good options for them, but mm -hmm. finding which ones work for them and just starting low and slow and working your way up to almost find your threshold of what works and what may be too much. Yeah, I agree. I also think that we see a lot of patients with gallbladder removals. And yeah. when the gallbladder is removed, we have to keep in mind that the bile that's produced by the liver to break down the fat, it flows directly into the small intestine. And again, that's really when we have to go low and slow because anybody with a gallbladder removal is going to have a much lower threshold of the fat they can have at one time. So maybe having smaller quantities peppered throughout the day. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to be low fat. Right. It's not at all. Nope. And the body will, will actually create a pouch if the gallbladder yep. is removed to store bile yeah. there. It's amazing mm -hmm. how the body adapts yeah. to yeah. it. Like so it's regenerate. like, if you're going to yeah. take yeah. this away from me, I'm going to make my own gallbladder. Yeah. So those yeah. patients come to us and say, I can't have any fat. And we're like, no, 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 you can. You can. <laughs> we're just going to start you very low and slow yeah. and small amounts at a time throughout yeah. the day. And there are times where we bring in extra support too, which yeah. is yeah. incredibly helpful. So like digestive enzymes, Mm -hmm. digestive bitters, ox bile, yeah. HCL can help with proteins if some people have uh, protein maldigestive issues or hypochlorhydria, low uh, hydrochloric acid. So yeah, so it's not all or nothing. These things are good tools. You may need digestive support and start off low and yeah. slow and find your own bio-individual healthy fat threshold. Yeah. Yep. Not everybody needs to be super high fat. That's not the exactly. goal here. That's not sort of the utopian macronutrient ratio. Yeah. We want to see what works for your body. Bio-individuality. Novel <laughs> idea. Exactly. What's the next question? All right. So this comes from a listener. He or she says, I am a hairstylist and I've cleaned up my diet, incorporated supplements. I'm doing mindfulness and I still struggle with autoimmune issues. Could my job be contributing to my autoimmune issues? Ooh, spicy. Yeah. So this is a big 
topic, again, something that we without a doubt cover in depth with patients because these are actually questions that we cover in an initial consultation when we're talking to people online is looking at things like, are you a hairstylist? Do you live near a golf course? What's your current and past job where you are exposed to routine on a routine basis? Are you exposed to different chemicals and environmental toxins? So for somebody that is a hairstylist that is eating cleaner foods, bringing in supplements, doing mindfulness, dealing with stress and trauma, and still dealing with health issues, I'd want to look at current exposure and or past exposure cumulatively with labs and see what's going on. So these are things that we can measure via urine, toxins accumulated in the body, and blood tests. We can see how the immune system is behaving against the most common environmental pollutants. So it's certainly not just hairstylists. And then I even get very granular with hairstylists and say, well, is it, I mean, most people don't work in a non-toxic organic, you know, hair plate. What do you care place? Yeah. What do you call Salon. it? Salon. 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 Parlor. Right. I had to think about it too. Right. I, I, just go, I just go to a hair place. <laughs> hair place. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Basic white guy problem. So, so the and but and then it's are do they do perms or mm-hmm. not do perms? I mean, some hairstylists aren't dealing with like the right. t- chemicals; they're just cutting hair. Right. So that's right. a bit different. So we have to look at the context of their hair place job. And the I mentioned golf course. I mean, golf courses notoriously use a lot of herbicides, pesticides, chemicals on the lawn. So look, I mean, we're talking about people's homes and jobs. Most of our patients aren't having to quit their jobs or move. I am just saying that this is, it could be a component for some people when they have, because of bioindividuality, that novel idea, again, they could be a little bit more sensitized to these things. So sometimes they do have to figure out what's the sustainability of these things. And it's a personal decision and it's on an individual basis we can come up with a solution for them. But when we have, when we look at the areas we do have control over, oftentimes, even if something's not ideal, pragmatically, we can get them better. Uh, Whether that's supporting detox pathways, supporting methylation, really working at the things that we do have agency over. And then they can still work at their job potentially, or live at that house potentially. And it's not the most pra- practical, but it's still doable. But what yeah. do you guys think? I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, but I think it is one of the toughest conversations we have with some of our patients. I had a oral surgeon and she was like, you know, I'm an oral surgeon slash dentist. And am I gonna have to quit my job? And I was like, that is a very good question that I don't think I can answer. I can tell you where yeah. the exposure is coming from, but you may have to look deep down inside. And at the end of the day, she's like, well, if you told me to quit my job, I'd be okay with it. Cause it turns out she hates her job. <laughs> oh my God. And then you'll have that. Yeah. And yeah, then you'll right. have that. But yeah. I do think it's a internal conversation cause it's the hairstylists of the world, but also any other, like if, painter, um, a dog groomer because of the flea sprays that have the DEP We see a lot of it. like home flippers and yes, people that do yes. construction yes. Uh, that's in homes. That's a lot of that's different That's a big potential. one if you work with metals, if you're an artist, but I also- Oh, that's my, right. I, we had ceramic uh, yes. ar- uh, artists as well. Yeah. Were not just ceramic. Dry cleaners. But, yeah, right. I mean, there's a lot, but yeah. my thought is 
it's 2022. Maybe you're the person, the pioneer that says like, okay, my job is toxic. How do I make it non-toxic? Cause yeah. others may want to dye their hair or style their hair without all of the toxins. That's what I was going to say too, Megan, mm-hmm. if like, you know, we, I, I love the idea of people really starting to make, try to make some of these changes yeah. and it might not be right. a quick process. There may be some jobs where it's easier to move towards non-toxic than others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it, it may not be something that's possible for you right now, but I do think it's, you know, we're at a place, you know, right now where we can start asking these questions yeah. and start demanding better the information, information out there. Yeah, we should absolutely. demand better. So, you know, I think it's important. And I do think too, you know, when we talk about this, when we talk about environmental toxins, whether it's mold or other chemical toxins, the goal isn't to put fear in anybody. It's not to say, no. I was just telling a patient yesterday of like, you know, just because mold is common. This isn't about telling you to live in a bubble. It's about, you know, trying to empower you, your mind and really understand your body and what it needs. So that way, if you do get exposed to these stressors, that you're strong and it's resilient enough right. to be able to handle it, detox from it. And you may just not be at a point yet where your body is resilient enough for it. And maybe yeah. that's when you need help and you need to seek out labs or, or you know, just again, help to figure out what exactly you need yeah. to get you to a better place. We have great labs. I mean, the GPL talks that Dr. Cole runs. Yeah. I mean, we can see what's in your urine. It looks for a lot of those things. We've got the one that looks at your autoimmune reaction to certain toxins. Like we've mm-hmm. got the labs to see, is is this an issue in your yeah. body? Yeah. yeah. And then some people, it's the, the mug analogy or the vessel, right? Some people have massive mugs where they right. can handle a lot of exposure to things. And that tipping point is going to take a lot for them to, they're smoking and drinking and living, <laughs> whatever, doing whatever they want. And they're not hitting their tipping point. And then some, a lot of our patients have different methylation gene variants and detoxification mm-hmm. gene invariants or HLA gene variants, and their immune system tends to be more sensitized to these Mm -hmm. things. So looking at both the genetic and epigenetic variability and bioindividuality with these issues. Man, I have to tell you, electrolyte imbalances are ubiquitous. When I'm looking at labs and looking at common pitfalls that people make when they're struggling with fatigue, brain fog, cravings, hangriness, migraines, headaches, definitely want to make sure you're supporting your electrolyte balance. The problem is most electrolyte products on the market are filled with tons of sugars, colorings, additives I would never recommend. What I love and recommend to patients, all my patients that listen to The Art of Being Well know that I'm always talking about Element. Element, spelled L-M-N-T, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. It contains this very effective what I've found extremely helpful for patients to have this specific electrolyte ratio that's science-backed. You get 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium with none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients. Electrolytes facilitates hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. So again, if you're struggling with headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, brain fog, sleeplessness. These are all common symptoms of electrolyte imbalances or deficiencies. Right now, Element is offering the Art of Being Well listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets completely free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all their eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. We all have one of those, right? Get yours at drinkelement.com slash Cole. This deal is only available through this link. So you must go to D-R-I-N-K 
drinkelement.com slash Will Cole. Again, that's drinkelement.com slash Will Cole. I've just about seen it all when it comes to superfood blends. Some are great with really high quality ingredients, but honestly, a lot are cheap and just not very good to be honest or definitely not worth your money. But one new superfood blend that I recently started hearing about and trying for myself and really love is Metabolic Reds. Metabolic Reds packs 37 superfoods into one delicious berry-flavored scoop that you simply mix into a glass of water and drink just once a day. And basically, it helps you start your day off feeling amazing from the moment you leave home in the morning until you're going to sleep at night. It contains high-quality blends of antioxidant-rich organic red fruits, soothing adaptogens, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for your gut health. And together, these superfood blends help to support a healthy gut and digestion, healthy weight management and metabolism, healthy immune system, healthy heart, healthy aging, all the things. Metabolic Reds fits into any healthy lifestyle. It's one simple thing you can do every day to bring some nourishment and self-care into your life. And right now you can try Metabolic Reds risk-free and get a free bottle of their incredible sister product, Metabolic Greens. All you have to do is go to getreds.com slash to place your order. You're getting two amazing products for the price of one, but only while limited supplies lasts. So head on over to getreds.com slash to purchase your supply of Metabolic Reds. Again, that's getreds.com slash to order Metabolic Reds today and receive your free gift. And Holly, I think that yeah. you have, don't you have like, you're asking for a friend for this asking next Asking for yes. a friend. Okay, just <laughs> speaking of exposure. exposure. <laughs> so not necessarily work-related, but like, <laughs> what if the clothes that you're wearing, you know, what if they maybe have a certain item in them, like lead? Um, <laughs> is that a really big what, deal? What, what, I, did, what did you I, hear in the news? What's been going on? All right, I'm just going to confess. I like to shop at Shein or Sheen, however you you want to say it. How do you okay. pronounce it? I don't know. I like to get the those cheap, fast fashion goodies. And apparently they've got a lot of lead in their clothing. So I'm stressed. Is it going to impact me? What is the deal? Can we run labs on you? <laughs> like wear it for a week and then let's run labs on you. Oh, I've been wearing it every day, girl. I need to know. Shoes, everything. Like what's the deal? Am I going to end up bald? Like what's going on? <laughs> Moral of the story. Well, I would want to run labs and look at the accumulation of heavy metals in yeah. your body. Yes, I really we would. Should. Oh, yeah, we should do that for an experiment. Yeah. Like, because I then definitely need to wear the most. Wear off the clothes for six months and see if your levels go down, and we can oh, retest that's gonna be you. So hard. <laughs> yeah, and not, if nothing else, I said with the fast fashion, you at least will have extra money for like a wig if your hair starts falling up. Oh my God. But let's be real. Is it really just Shein? Like, no, it's on. becoming so it's much not, more common. Not, yeah, it's, it's, it's very I mean, common. Fast fashion as a whole, amazing yeah. benefits. It democratizes yep. things that are mm-hmm. cool. I'm like all for that. But let's do it in an organic way. So I love H&M, which I know has their own like issues, like yeah. every company. But I really think their organic options at mm-hmm. H&M, at least it's a step in the right direction, yeah. right? I'm yes. sure you could yeah. find, yeah. you could probably pick apart things within that that system. Sure. But I don't know. I would say if you're going to go for fast fashion, look for brands that are trying to provide organic options in the fast fashion space. Yeah. So I don't know if Forever 21 or like 
that they don't do organic, right? I think H&M is an outlier in that way. H&M is an outlier. Really? See, this is new to me. I mean, I never knew. Here I am wearing shirts that are probably causing me issues, and I didn't even know. Yeah. And then you'd look at, like, the, like, equity, like, the employees, like, the sweatshops oh, and things yeah. like People that. People are going to hate me because I <laughs> shop at Shein. Sorry, but guys. I also think, Holly, too, you're just uncovering something that, like, we're not educated yes. about this. No, we're they, not. Yeah, this is a learning exactly. moment for everybody. Yes. yes. 100%. Because we, we just buy the things online or go yes. into the store and buy it without yeah, thinking exactly. of the full supply chain or the quality of the mm-hmm. food, right. the, whatever, the food or the clothing or whatever we're talking about. And we have to be, I think, informed about these things yeah, because like, you know, the phrase voting with your dollar, I think that industries, if we support things that are good, companies want to go where the money is and we need to be supporting good things. But, you know, I'm not saying to not buy the fast fashion, but it's for someone that is trying to clean up their life and make their life a cleanse instead of just like, quote unquote, doing a cleanse or a detox. I think we need to look at the things we're exposing ourselves to on a daily basis, whether mm-hmm. it's the products we're using on our skin yeah, or in one. our home or cleaning pro- products or our clothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good. Yeah. And I mean, there's flame more. retardants on a lot of like, like uh, furniture yes, and uh, carpet. Uh, and even oh like gosh. infant pajamas. Yes. Infant pajamas <gasps> are very, very common for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my so, gosh. It's kind of messed up. It is so messed I would up. look into the environmental working group, ewg.org. They do a lot of yes. education around this. If you're looking for more, info we can probably yeah. put it in the show notes or yeah EWG, cool. we'll com. put it in the show notes we'll do yeah. a case study on holly in a few weeks so yeah. join yeah. in for that tbd <laughs> i'm having the- a yard sale this weekend <laughs> <laughs> my, my home's gonna be bare tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are looking for some exposure you know, coming like an organic burlap sack <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine i mean hey oh my gosh that's so funny all right next question okay so you would actually think that this question was from me all right but it's ready not for it. <laughs> what's your favorite fall treat or food we love it and we love it. is there any way to make a psl aka pumpkin spice latte healthy we need to know the people want to know fun fact real fast when i was in college i worked at starbucks i was a barista we know yeah <laughs> I know. I'm always telling you guys. I haven't told people on the podcast yet. Have I? Maybe I did. I don't know. It's okay. You tell them again. We love to hear your stories. (laughs) That's my peak of my career and it's been downhill ever since. (laughs) (laughs) I was like 18 years old. I loved that job. I loved Mm it. All right. And anyway, so pumpkin, the fall foods, people love the PSL. People want to yep. know about the pumpkin spice. And I heard a comedian say once real fast, he said, people don't actually like pumpkins. Like <laughs> if you have, have you ever opened up a pumpkin before? It's like a sweaty cat, child's cast. It's disgusting. <laughs> Ew. But they like sugar. They yes. like sugar and cinnamon. They mm-hmm. like cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, yeah. They, yes. they, That's what they want during the fall time. They don't actually like pumpkin. But with that said, what are some better for you options or healthy options? Emily, you made a PSL recently. I actually made one this morning. Oh, wow. Yes. I honestly, Dr. Cole makes fun of me a lot for this because fall rolls around and I am I am that girl. I yeah. am that girl. Get the scarf on your head. You're that person. Yes, turtleneck, <laughs> PSL in my hand the minute that oh, it comes out. Love it. 
But I will say when it comes to my coffee, I am trying to explore a lot better alternatives and healthier alternatives. So I've really been into the Bulletproof coffee lately. Put some butter, some coconut oil, blend it up. But adding a little bit of pumpkin, pure pumpkin, Manuka honey, you know, the antimicrobial properties, okay? Mm -hmm. Plus cinnamon and pumpkin spice. Wow. It's incredible. It's not hard to make either. It's so easy. Yeah. It's so easy. So, and it's much better for you, but definitely. Is it comparable at all to Starbucks? I just need to know. I mean, here's the thing about when you get into those sugary drinks is like, they're so addictive and they're filled with so much sugar. What did you use to sweeten it again? I actually use Manuka honey. Oh, that's right. Manuka honey, which like you mentioned, it has antimicrobial supporting. It's great for your immune system during the fall and it's cold and flu season. That's yeah. a good But you could use, tip. if you don't want to use Manuka honey, you could use monk fruit. You could use coconut sugar as a much better alternative as well. You could use well. stevia or xylitol. Yeah. yeah. So anything fruit. like that, use your sweetener of choice. Now, again, I was doing a bulletproof version, but you could, if you want to use a creamer, you know, try to find a better creamer. I know nut pods is a, is a better yeah, alternative. I don't, I normally have my coffee black, but I really do like the nut pods. It's a seasonal thing. I don't think it's always here, but it is seasonally, they'll have a pumpkin I don't know if they call it pumpkin spice, but it's some sort yeah. of pumpkin spiced yeah. blend, uh, which is a nut based coffee creamer, Yeah, which I like that. You just need a little bit. So it's really good. I will say, cause you're using the actual pumpkin, you do have to blend it up. So you can't just like mix it with a spoon. You yeah. actually so do have to blend it up. get a little immersion blender. Yes. So little, easy. Little but frother. Yeah. I think it's phenomenal. I'm not going to lie, Holly. I was feeling extra folly today. This is an area <laughs> of my life where I really struggle to make change. I mean, I, I love, I love that no good creamer just where I'm at. Could you take a video yes. of yourself making the drink? I'll bring one and then in for you. I'll bring one in. A few okay. years, I think two years ago, I did a real Instagram reel with a healthier version. So, I mean, not people are going to scroll back that far and find it, but yeah, there are different. We should do an updated one. Yeah, yeah we'll bring we should it back. do one in the office. I'm going to bring in my blender, some pumpkin, and we'll make them for the yes. office. Yeah, yes. I love that. we so. should. Any other like cookie ideas or I don't know, pie mm-hmm. ideas? I mean, I do like an almond flour, apple, cinnamon, sugar, bake every year. And that's quite simple. But to be honest, I think Holly and I talked about this yesterday. Give me all like the chili. I yes, I was treats, thinking about chili. But like you could do like I'm a sorry. paleo chili, something like that. Mm-hmm. Football's on. I just want an excuse to eat the chili. <laughs> yeah, you can make a better version, I feel like, of any fall treat. Yeah. I mean, and all of the fall treats are good, you yeah. know? Oh my gosh, I can't even think yeah. about it yet. My I mouth mean, every, is like watering. <laughs> every Thanksgiving, my mom comes with her classic pumpkin pie, which, you know, my mom's a phenomenal cooker. Nothing against her. Love you, mom. But I always come with like a paleo AIP version yeah. of the pumpkin pie so I can have it. Uh-huh. And everybody eats it. Every People, because they don't, don't even know. They don't know the difference. So no. they don't know if they're choosing mine or my mom's. So they just yep. pick mine and it's always gone. Yep. No complaints about it. In fact, everyone's like, oh, this was really good. Yeah. And I'm like, Shout out to Brie in the office yesterday. She made this amazing cassava flour, gluten-free zucchini, banana, chocolate chip bread. And it was gone by five o'clock. It was was really good. It It was was incredible. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. You could do like a Lily's chocolate nibs versus like a regular chocolate nibs. And Lily's uses xylitol, I think, or Mm -hmm. something like that. Stevia Stevia. maybe. If you have... Cassava flour, some pumpkin. You can make any fall tree, yeah. honestly. Yeah, you yeah, yeah for exactly. It. Like staples. 100%. Staples, like Holly said, you can really find healthier or healthy alternatives yeah. Yeah. for yeah. all of these things. Yeah, send you us can your still recipes. Thrive. We'll try them out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, send it to us. We'll, we'll try it. 
Even just one night of lousy, poor sleep can have a ripple effect on the rest of your week. If you're struggling to get a good night's rest or just want to wake up feeling more refreshed, check out the sleep CBD solutions from Next Evo Naturals. They have two great sleep products, triple action sleep capsules and sleep support CBD complex gummies, both designed to help you get the rest you need to wake up feeling refreshed. I have to say, when I'm talking to patients, new consultations, I'm talking to them online, I can't tell you how common poor sleep is. People have trouble falling asleep, staying asleep, no matter how much sleep they think they're getting quality-wise. When I measure it on labs and wearable devices, I see markers that are really impeding their sleep. Their REM and their deep sleep is just not optimal. And these two products from Next Evo can be great tools to bring into your toolbox. Next Evo sleep CBD solutions help you get more refreshing sleep completely naturally. Their premium THC-free CBD features smart sorb technology with four times better absorption than normal CBD. Triple action sleep capsules are formulated with slow release and fast acting melatonin that are clinically shown to support quality rest and relaxation. Or you can try their delicious strawberry-flavored sleep support CBD complex gummies with fast-acting melatonin that helps you fall asleep very quickly. Not all CBD is created equally. With most CBD products, it's a mystery if you're getting actually what's on the label. But what you know with this formula is that these are precision formulas that are backed by more scientific studies than just about any other CBD brand. Get a better night's rest with sleep CBD solutions from Next Evo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders of $50 or more, use promo code WILLCOLE at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com to get that special discount, or you can use promo code WILLCOLE at checkout. Now we are pivoting from an Ask Me Anything to Science Corner. <laughs> it's a different oh, name. It is a different name. <laughs> I call it, it reading, reading, Rain- rainbow. reading rainbow, rainbow science rainbow. corner where we go over the latest health science in the scientific literature so you can geek out and show your friends and family how freaking smart you are because you just referenced a study. What's the first study we're going to go over, people? Okay, we're doing it. This one is out of Columbia University, and it's titled Cravings for Fatty Foods Traced to Gut-Brain Connection. This actually has to do, this involves mice. If you guys recall from our one of our most recent it's studies. Always I'm into the, the mice. mice thing. I love that they're using mice. Yeah, they kill them afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you're going to piss oh. out even more people off. She likes fast fashion oh, and no. studies on mice, people. And a villain. I mean, <laughs> that's true. Our next episode, a sweet, pretty villain. Oh, <laughs> well, here we are. You're thinking guys. It in the most innocent way. I uh, yeah, I wasn't. You're like these little mice just way. having like I'm a little bit of healthy of fat. These yeah. cute yeah. little mice. <laughs> oh no, you've ruined it. Like for they me. volunteered. Any <laughs> mice volunteer? Any oh, mice volunteer? Anyways, this is a bigger conversation on the ethics of certain studies. So let's assume the best that ethics Mm. was applied to animal welfare was applied to this. They went out and just like ate some cheese for the rest of their days. But this study was done out of Columbia's Zuckerman Institute. Scientists studied mice. They studied mice. They found that fat entering the intestines triggers a signal conducted 
along nerves to the brain that signals a drive for a desire for fatty foods. It was published in Nature, in the scientific journal Nature. They're basically looking at the gut-brain axis. Pretty astounding study. They looked at, because the previous, the same researchers looked at the impact that sugar had on the gut-brain axis. And then they wanted to see how the mice responded to dietary fats. And they found a similar mechanism of basically that when we eat food, you have this communication with the vagus nerve between the gut and the brain, and it impacts the cravings that we have. So it is the power of the gut-brain axis, the vagus nerve, this microbiome, metropolis, if you will, all the trillions of bacteria are communicating with each other through these different pathways. So it's interesting to see the pathways here. The Dr. Lee here measured brain activity in mice while giving the animals fat. Neurons in one particular region of the brainstem that called the caudal nucleus of the solitary tract perked up when they did this. This was a treat intriguing for the researchers because the, this area of the brain was also implicated in the lab's previous discovery of the neural basis of sugar preference. So I love the research around the vagus nerve and the gut-brain axis, it's something that we see play out in pa patients' lives all the time when you're talking about people that are struggling with certain cravings of certain foods and they get stuck in this vicious cycle of hangriness and insatiable cravings, but also the impact of our mood overall. And that's honestly, we didn't plan this, but that is what I'm really digging in deep with gut feelings with the newest book. Yeah. So I'm excited for people to read it but all of this is born out of what we get to see play out with patients' yeah. lives. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's incredible that they preferred the fatty water even yeah. just after a couple of days. Yes, it was very fast. Being exposed to it. And I think, you know, even goes to show like with our patients as we're, you know, when you're changing diet, I know it can be hard because of the cravings. Sometimes we have mm -hmm. patients who struggle with that and even just yeah. the, the mental aspect of it or even just the body aspect too. But to show that your body will start yep. to want these foods and will you can change yep. the way that your your body feels about these things mm -hmm. so i think it's really cool i also i always have this gripe with these studies why has it got to be soybean oil oh yes come on <laughs> come on like why can't it be a good like extra virgin cold press these mice deserve oil, better coconut oil. Yeah, yeah for real why do we have to use that as the component of the fat why couldn't it have been Something or compare healthy. the difference between the yes. two. Yes. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. 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 I mean, the researcher, one of the researchers within the study, the doctor said the overconsumption of cheap, highly processed foods rich in sugar mm -hmm. and fat is having a devastating impact on human health, especially among people of low yeah. income yes. and in communities of color. So I, I think in a way, I think that the that's soybean- That's what they wanted to show. Yeah, right. I think the soybean oil- is in a lot of these processed foods that are yeah. marketed to yeah. the average American out there. So, but I would love, I agree with you, Megan, that I would love to see the impact of a whole food, a more yeah. polyphenol rich oil yeah. versus a cheap rancid seed I mean, oil. They Did they really need to do these to this mice? They could sit outside of a McDonald's and see the sure. addiction mm -hmm. for the soybean yeah. oil. Very true. Yeah. That's my two cents. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and the reason why <laughs> mice are done is because they're, they have similar mechanisms yep. as humans. It's cheap. It's reproducible and scalable. So that's... <laughs> That's a bigger topic, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. rights for these mice. Yeah, the McDonald's and mice. McDonald's eating mice. All right, what's the next study? All right, so the next study comes from Tufts University, 
I believe that's in Boston. I think it's a research university in Boston. I could be wrong. Check my facts. But common viruses may be triggering the onset of Alzheimer's disease, specifically the two common viruses that lie dormant in neurons. And the it causes inflammation accumulation of Alzheimer's associated proteins in the brain. What do you think, Dr. Cole? So this was, again, like you mentioned, Megan, out of Tufts University and the University of Oxford, they used a three-dimensional human tissue culture model mimicking the brain, which it's fascinating to read how the researchers mimic the brain with this model. They showed that the varicella varicella zoster virus, the VZV virus, which is commonly causes, it causes chicken pox and shingles, basically. It's in the herpes family. It can... It's been shown in this model to potentially activate herpes simplex, HSV, another common virus, to set in motion the early stages of Alzheimer's disease. Normally, HSV1, one of the main variants of the virus, lies dormant in most people within the neurons of the brain. But when it's activated, it can lead to the accumulation of these amyloid plaques that are implicated in Alzheimer's and the loss of normal neuronal function which is signature in Alzheimer's disease. So it is fascinating, more studies looking at the pathways between these viruses. And look, I mean, the majority of people have these viruses in the body. So I think what studies like this show is this confluence of factors, right? That you have potentially genetic potential for some people. We know the APOE gene variant is also associated Mm -hmm. with with Alzheimer's that we look at the APOE44 gene allele. And then you have the genetic side of it, and then you have the epigenetic side of it, the perfect storm of variables that can trigger this. This is something that we certainly explore with patients on labs, looking at the, both the genetic and the epigenetic, but it's very interesting to see the one virus by itself didn't necessarily, it was fine, it was lying dormant, but it's the sort of combination of two different competing viruses that was shown to trigger it. And these are all in the, these ones specifically were in the herpes family. Herpes, I think, comes from the Greek word, which basically means to creep. Herpene, I think is, I don't know if that's the correct way to pronounce it, but basically these are opportunistic viruses. And I think that the variable here, how I would say it from a functional medicine side of things is the bioterrain in context of how these things could reactivate it. How could they lie dormant for so many people? But yet, how? why are they triggering and reactivating and creating an inflammatory p- response and plaque in some people? Well, I think it's a perfect storm of variables. And even if you think of what other studies looking at insulin resistance and how that plays a role in this as well. I mean, that's why Alzheimer's is called type 3 diabetes mm-hmm. in some other studies, is that you have this confluence of insulin resistance, these viruses, b- probably gut issues as well, potential environmental toxins for other people. And then that can trigger this cascade of inflammatory response and plaque as a result of that inflammatory response. What what do you all think? I uh, was really intrigued too about how they talked about at the end. And I know these studies are starting to come out about the long-term neurological effects that COVID and COVID reactivating other things and seeing this kind of domino effect. And again, I think not to beat a dead horse, but we have to talk about our cup, like how, you know, how big is your cup? How much can you handle? And what are you exposing yourself to reactivate these things? If these things are becoming reactivated, 
Why? Is it your lifestyle? Is it your stress? Is it your exposure to toxins? And if so, I think, hey, you've been exposed to these things. You can't undo that, but we can make you as resilient as possible. Yeah, I think that's what I would say too of like, you know, if you have been exposed to these different things, you know, yes, it could be laying dormant, but at the same time, how are you taking care of your body yeah. to make sure that these aren't expressed in this way or reawakened? Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's kind of where I was thinking as from reading this and listening to you, Dr. Cole, of like, how can we better support ourselves to make sure that these aren't being expressed in this way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So basically, the researchers showed, just to repeat myself a little bit, is that this combination of viruses triggers this cytokine inflammatory response in some people. Not a surprise for us in functional medicine. We really are looking at this this biotoxin component to triggering different autoimmune issues. And there are studies to show Alzheimer's, I don't think at this point is considered an, an autoimmune condition, but there are studies to show that has an autoimmune component to it which I find fascinating. And I have no doubt in another five, 10 years, there are gonna be more and more quote unquote autoimmune components to things that we don't even classify as autoimmunity. So this is a very interesting study. So yeah, very interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Is that it? That's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, right any parting words? We don't have any 90s pop for the people today. What do we, what comes to mind? (laughs) Give us some Celine Dion. Oh, I want to hear that. Didn't we already do a little Celine Dion? Oh, Celine. Yeah, sing it. Sing it. Oh, I'm, I'm not singing it. <laughs> no, <on>. you sing. <laughs> no, but I, I will say, if you one question I have, if you worked, if you happen to worked at the Starbucks that Dr. Cole, <laughs> Will Cole, which one was it? Do you remember? Cerritos, California, <laughs> Los Angeles. If you worked with him, please send us your best stories or we need questions. to know. We need to yeah. hear how he was as a Starbucks barista. I keep in touch with a lot of those guys, see. honestly, via social media. All that fellow people that I work with. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Jonathan, Tashiro, Leo Galindo, all my friends that I still keep in touch with them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's like a family. Send us videos and we'll send you a free book. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This is a concerted effort here. (laughs) That's funny. We needed something else for the people. I don't have anything. It's because the the Celine Dion is just Shout not Shout out it's to Dave Asprey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We, we are going back Dave, there. Dave, we I love you. <laughs> Biohack me, Dave. <laughs> oh, right. Now we got to go. We got to go. All right, guys. If you want to learn more about our clinical work, the telehealth center, the books, Holly's love for Dave Asprey, you can <laughs> it all out at drwillcole.com. See you next time, people. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.